Hi, this is Jonas and Julius for an episode of Discussions. Today we're going to talk about fragrances, something I think uh, quite important for any designer label, small or big. Julius, how are you standing with the fragrances? I swear I love fragrances. I love the idea of smelling like someone that no one else has ever smelled. Yes. And fragrances, I have actually done a little trick that when I travel, what I like to do, you know, some people love to buy clothes, they love to buy this. I like to buy a fragrance. Yes, I agree. So I spray it on myself and it takes me back to where I had my holiday or my trip. Yeah, I agree. And then, uh, I think for me, fragrances, much more than clothing, work on the senses and memories. For me as well, I, even before I was interested in fashion, it's actually a nose I wanted to become. Somebody who does research and makes perfumes. Do you know how that all began in terms of when you thought you wanted to be a nose for fragrance or perfume? Mm, I think I was just being intrigued by around that period articles and interviews I was reading. Mm -hmm. um, it didn't have anything to do, f for example, with the book uh, Perfume by Suskin because I've never, yeah, I did read it, but it didn't really trigger me as such because it's a completely, basically, it's about a serial killer. But even more than in design or um, clothing design, it's the attention to detail and really working on the senses and how it affects people's memories and how it can, like you said, make you jump back to childhood or take you to the future or even be put you like in the presence even more than, than, than you are without knowing it. It's true. Actually, I had a signature fragrance designed for me at a perfumery, mm -hmm. which is called Floris in London. Yeah. And apparently the royal family has their fragrances made there. I know one of the James Bonds have had their fragrance made there. If I'm not mistaken, I think Vivian Lee, the actress, yeah. had a fragrance made there. But when my friend actually told me to get my appointment set up, I didn't know what I was in for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I walk in, I didn't know about the establishment. And I had to make an appointment, and it took me six months to actually get the appointment. And this woman, and I wish I remembered her name, and she actually took me to the back where it was almost like a laboratory, but it was also like um, a schoolroom in a way. Mm -hmm. It's hard. It, it's, it's as if you went to the principal's office, but it was like, okay, this one person is going to teach me about something. And you see all these ledgers that look like something out of Harry Potter, yeah. which is where everyone's fragrance has been listed. Yeah, yeah. So she tells me, and for my British listeners, forgive me for this British accent that I'm about to try. <laughs> she tells me, hello, Julius. I'm going to take you on a journey of scents. Oh, there you go. And then I wanted to record it. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, that would be so amazing. Can I record it so when someone calls me, that's what I hear. And she says, no, Julius. <laughs> you cannot. <laughs> <laughs> so she says, no. <laughs> so what she started telling me is that she said, there's two different types of ways of creating your own fragrance. Um, she could start with the basics, like the soil from the ground, uh, yeah. the leaves on a tree. 
And then she gave me a price point. And I was like, oh, that's not going to happen. And then she was like, oh, you could work within our library. And that price was reasonable. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'll do that. And she was like, some of these will jar memories. Some of these will make you happy. Yeah. Some of these will make you sad. And I love the process of how everything was mixed. And I had to decide on two in the end because I couldn't make up my mind. And then I finally decided on one. And she created a bottle for me. And she created the scent. And I'm not going to tell my listeners what it is because, God no, forbid, if, if you try to find out what my scent is, I <laughs> swear I will come to find you and hunt you down. <laughs> so I will not tell you the name of my scent, but they have it in the library for me so that when I get a bottle, that it's exactly the same. It's really great. I think it's fragrances and perfumes are so important because... Not, anybody can wear a great outfit. Mm -hmm. Anybody can be, well, I can't say anybody can be stylish or fashionable because that's questionable. Yeah. But to have a fragrance and scent is so intimate yeah. and so sensual. And either a fragrance, it's like how animals smell each other. Either a fragrance can completely turn you off. Yeah. Or a fragrance can completely turn you on. Yeah, which happens a lot when you go out dining. Sometimes you, especially when you're sensitive to it, you will start picking up on certain fragrances and senses which at that moment, in that context, either are spot on or don't belong there at all, which take away all the attention, but in a, in a bad way. Mm -hmm. I think it's really, really, it's a fragile balance, but if you get it right, it can really take everything, the way you carry yourself, I think to the next level. And for me personally, I always remember better what somebody smelled like rather than what he or she was wearing. It's true. Yeah. And another story is that I used to wear, and I don't mind saying this now because I'm, I'm very, I'm very, sorry listeners, I'm very private when it comes to my fragrances, so I will <laughs> not tell you my favorites, but I can say this, um, at Comme de Garçon, mm -hmm. I was known for the fragrances I would wear, but I would do something different. And my friends that work at Comme de Garçon in New York would always let me know about the latest fragrance. Yeah. And one time I walked into the boutique and they were laughing because they said, it's so funny that you're here. I was like, what do you mean? They said, there were two guys that were here and I heard them talking about you. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, how did you know it was me? They said, well, the sentence goes, oh, you know Julius? <laughs> Julius, he wears like this scent and it's amazing and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, I see. I was like, okay. I was like, so that'll be the last time I tell somebody that I actually wore something from Comme des Garçons. Yeah, yeah. And now I feel like, I mean, there are certain fragrances that I'll pick up and I'll get, but there are certain things that I'll do so that it smells authentically me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are some favorites that I absolutely love. And then there are some that I thought I loved and then you go off on them. yeah, yeah. I agree, since you, since you name uh, Comme des Garçons. When I think of the, the word fragrances, I don't think about the classic luxury brands. I mean, they do have nice fragrances, nice perfumes. Mm -hmm. But when, I, when it comes for me to design mm -hmm. and take it another step uh, further, it's again Rei Kawakubo and, and Comme des Garçons. Not only the fragrances themselves, but also the design of the little boutiques. I remember when the Paris perfume shop opened, it had like this pink fade graded window mm -hmm. and like just a white counter, a white wall, mm -hmm. and nobody was there. 
I think that was basically the briefing. Whenever you step by and when you came in, only then somebody would appear from behind the screen and tell you about. And they had fragrances smelling of asphalt, concrete, dust, like this really, like this really raw stuff, which is really conceptual. I think I remember that. Yeah. There was even one that was supposed to smell like the ink of a copy machine. Exactly, exactly. And they had all of these. And then the, the bottles or the flacons, they were not standing up. They were laying down flat, which already there, visually, it starts already there. Mm-hmm. And then they had all, all these numbers. And that's really when I, when I actually started buying uh, perfumes. Not at first to actually use them, but to, to learn. Mm-hmm. about it and then I met a certain people who combine both or they they will use something really classic about Dior from Dior and then mix it with like you said the the Xerox machine ink flavor or uh, yeah it was pretty pretty spectacular what I've learned is that if somebody buys a fragrance and it smells good on them it does not mean that it's necessarily meant for me no because everyone's body chemistry yes the fragrance will smell different mm-hmm. no matter what you do Body chemistry sets off the tone for whatever fragrance that you actually use or purchase. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the timing of the day. What you would like to smell like in the morning or at lunch is completely different what you want to do in the evening or for dinner. If it's summer or winter time, that all changes. When I choose the perfume I, I would like to wear. I agree. But for me, I would say that spray a little bit on in the morning mm-hmm. and then in the evening spray a little bit on so you're not trying to ward people off or even like insects. <laughs> it's really like trying to get the balance right. Well, as the saying goes, if you spray the fragrance and you cannot smell it but people can smell you, that's the perfect balance. Yeah. If you can still Agreed. smell it, you are wearing way too much. Yeah.